You're listening to DraftKings Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I probably spent five hours on the wire cutter electric kettle page before I bought my electric kettle witty and I don't even think I ended up getting one of the ones they recommended <laughs> but I love my electric kettle like I couldn't live without it yeah I, so I for, I joined the cult of wire cutter last Friday so for those that don't know uh wire cutter Wait, last is, Friday last Friday yeah I mean like oh I've always gosh. I've been aware of wire cutter like whenever you google you know uh, what is best the this, best right? That, yeah, yeah, best this, best that. Like, what is the best air fryer? And then you go yeah. looking on. You oh, go looking through. I want that air fryer, by the way. Oh, the the, the air fryer toaster recommend. oven. The air fryer toaster Looks oven. So nice. I, I eyed it up, and I was like, it's like I don't. Yeah, I, it, yeah it was like eighty dollars too expensive. Yeah. So like, yeah. if because I have an air fryer, I have an oven. It's, and I, I'm not exactly, uh, you know, cooking all the time. So I, it, it felt like an, an unnecessary expense, but I did stare at it. But so I essentially joined the cult of wire cutter. <laughs> and uh, I was like, electric kettle, that seems interesting. So I, I go on that page. And honestly, like spending five hours on it would seem foreign to me. It's just, what do they tell me to get? I'll buy it. Like that, like that's honestly really? where, well, like, okay. that's how this far is- deep I've gone. Without really any, we should talk to somebody from Wirecutter because I feel we like I'm, I, yes. I, I, I might it's be trusting them too much. I might be trusting them too so. much. If you read out their reasoning behind everything, it all sounds very sound. Like the one that I ended up getting was one where they said that it was very good. It was fast. It had all these different settings and everything. It was like in the right price range. I didn't want to spend like a hundred bucks on a kettle when you could get one for like 30, but I was like, maybe I'll spend like 40, you know? And they said the one thing they didn't like about it was that it's really hot on the top at the part where you have to like open it and I was like oh that'll be fine but then I got it and I was like wow yeah this is really kind of goofy the way that like they were spot on in their analysis of this kettle but the reason that I spent like five hours on it was because I wanted one that like looked cute and all of the really good electric kettles just look like shit like they all just look like electric kettles and I'm like I just want like I used to have a really pretty one and it broke not surprising it was not on wire cutters list um not a very durable electric kettle but it was like really cute like powder blue and i was like i want a cute like colored one but yeah i ended up getting just a stainless steel one and it works great i use it every single night do have we fallen victim to consumerism to such a degree because you go on this website and it says the 320 amazon prime deals and i literally scrolled through every (laughs) single one of them item by item not because i needed anything or i mean I try to be a creative gift giver. Like I try to like look for things that are completely mm. off the wall and that has varying success rates. I mean, really what you should do is figure out what somebody wants and give yeah. it to them. But I yeah. kind of, I go off the wall and sometimes it, it's home runs, but there are also quite a few, uh, uh, bunt, bu- you know, bunt outs where it, it, it comes <laughs> off your bunt for a third, it comes off the bunt for a third strike. And so 
I, I, I try and look for this stuff, but it's completely like from scratch, just item by item by item by item. Have I fallen victim to American consumerism on Cyber Monday and Black Friday and just and I'm looking for excuses to buy things? I mean, yes, I think a little behind the scenes on the Levitard show, if anyone walked into our studio on Cyber Monday, I think you, me, and Chris Cody, and Billy Gale were all on either Wirecutter or Amazon Prime looking at Cyber Monday. Billy was trying to buy a vacuum for his, well, I don't want to spoil it. I bleep that out in case his <laughs> wife is listening to this. But we were all, we were all looking for deals that we wanted. Well, I mean, isn't, I, I mean, buy, buy, anything, buying a, buying a vacuum, buying a vacuum for your significant other for, for a holiday dangerous game, right? Well, not, a, not if they're asking for it. Like okay, I would, fair. I would love to get a vacuum for the holidays, but if I got a vacuum from my boyfriend, like that's a gift for him too. Cause he loves vacuuming. So it's kind of like, are you really buying this? For, but then like, same thing goes the other way. Cause I got my boyfriend, uh, like a Dutch oven, like <laughs> funny. I should mention Dutch ovens after the show, oh. you know, like the, the <laughs> oven, the, the cast iron, <laughs> like a cast iron <laughs> French oven. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Staub. Yeah, 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 I got him like a nice one for his birthday. Cause he, he needed a new one and he cooks a lot. And I was like, this is really a gift for me. Cause now he's going to cook me really good food in this even though like it was his present it's like creating work for him but it's also stuff that i'm gonna eat so i was like this is a great gift for the entire family <laughs> love the dutch has, oven has anything been more co-opted than the dutch oven a a genuine product that people who are good at cooking use but is far more known for its euphemism <laughs> than for its actual practical use I feel like it's more known for its practical use than for farting in a bed under the covers. I would say that if you pulled 10 people on the street, they would be like, yeah, it's like a thing that you cook with. That would actually be, that might be a funny thing for us to start for like our social channels is like man on the street questions. What's a Dutch what, oven? What, what, what do you think a Dutch oven is? And, and see like the percentage of people that respond with the euphemism as opposed to the actual. Because honestly, up until uh, COVID, when everyone started baking bread, uh, mm -hmm. my sister-in-law being in among there. them, who makes a mean sourdough, uh, but like oh, until, until she presented her sourdough bread that she made in a Dutch oven, I had never seen a Dutch oven before. If you asked me to really? like, like I, I didn't know what they looked like, I didn't know what they were, and so, I, I would have I would have honestly answered the euphemism instead of the actual practical thing. Also, we're playing the Netherlands in the World Cup. Should we like maybe well, rebrand them? Yeah, I heard someone's. Uh, I saw a tweet from someone that was like, "We're just calling these ovens now, or like freedom ovens." Freedom ovens. Because like remember in like 2002 when we uh, decided on Fox News to stop calling French fries French fries and they yeah. became freedom fries for like a hot minute. There was a while um, where all of our yeah. brains were co-opted by Fox News, and that seemed okay. Well, like it, the, the early 2000s were definitely the, old, the, the early the 2000s that. were a time. You know what I was thinking of the other day? I was thinking, what song was it that I heard? Or, or I was like watching people go through their Spotify raps. And I was, I was like watching all these people like sort of participate in something that was of a time. And I was like, you know what I miss? Those VH1 shows that recap years. Oh the, my God, I love yes! the 90s those or I love great. the 80s. Do those still exist? Like, like, are they on Paramount Plus or something? Because I first off would watch old ones and second, want new ones to be created. That feels like a question for Billy Gill. I feel like he's the most like VH1 MTV watcher of of the group of all of us, but I haven't seen one around. Billy, have you? 
Well, lucky for you, Billy Gill is here. What was the question? Is there still an I Love the 80s? I don't think they do that anymore, right? That's a no, but would like are, are are the ones that were made available to stream somewhere? Hmm. Oh, I could find out. Like like right with now, like with Michael Ian Black making jokes about Furbies. Hmm. I might be. <laughs> <laughs> there was I feel like, like this um, CNN series that they started making about the decades. That's like a serious one, though. Yeah. Like, I don't know, Chris. Uh, it seems like it'd be kind of up your alley, to be honest. But maybe not. Uh, I mean, I, I've I've never watched them, although it's one of those things that when you get like a streaming service, aren't those like on HBO Max or something? Yeah, they when are. When you get There's, a when you get a, a streaming yeah. service and you can like make a list, I would always put that in the list without ever any intent of watching it. Mm -hmm. Like they're when just are you sort ever of like going to be in the mood to watch like History Channel shit, basically. Never, never, never going to do that. It's just something where you make everyone does that, right? When you first get your uh, your login yes. for a streaming service, you immediately create the list, and I and never get to any of it. Billy, I have a question for you because I might have spoiled um, a surprise for one of your family members that we might have to bleep out. But oh, thing, don't worry. Okay, then I'm not. Well, what were you gonna say? Well, I said that you were getting a vacuum for your wife, and then I was like, that might have been a, a Christmas surprise. It's a, it's actually a birthday present, and her birthday is on Wednesday, but she is not going to be listening to Mystery Crate, Perfect. so I'm not concerned about this at all. Yeah, we're good. But you, but you don't you don't have any uh, any rats anywhere around you that might tell her that that um, do listen to the program and would tell her. I'm I'm actually like. I think the person in my life who listens to the show the most, well, I have a couple. My dad listens to the show the most, and then uh, my cousin listens to the show a lot. But, like, most of the people in, like, my, my close, like, circles have absolutely no interest in anything that I do, which is, like, kind of great. They just think that I'm, like, a weird person. Well, I guess if you listen to the show, you think I'm a weird person also. But they're just like, yeah, this guy doesn't talk much. He just stands over there. He's kind of like a jerk. And it's like, I'm not rude. I'm just, like, a quiet person that, like, sits over there, which you probably wouldn't, like, assume from listening to me on the show. Same here. My All my homeboys, every time I go to the studio, I got to re-explain what a draft king is or, like, yeah. what level time. <laughs> Oh, you mean buddy that used to fuck with the Migos and them on the on the uh, the raps? And he used to rap with his daddy. Yeah, yeah, bro, that him. But we not with ESPN. Ugh, never mind. I, it's a whole thing, right? Because it's like, <laughs> oh, you're on ESPN. I'm like, no, we're not. Yeah, and like we're a, a podcast. Yeah. I still get those and, and that, questions. That's an unsatisfying answer. It's They're like, what so do you what do you do now since the show left ESPN? Like, are you okay? The like, what do you thing. what are you up yeah. to? And I'm like, you know, it's like a podcast, but like it's on YouTube sometimes, and then you know. It's just like I'm fine. But it's don't worth a, but it's worth a lot of money and it's really popular. But like right, you, yeah. but then, but I then don't you share that. Of, but then you're like putting a sales pitch on and it's like, you know, right. it's not Are you interested in sponsoring us? <laughs> yeah, but like but like, like lots of people listen to podcasts and like if you're explaining this to anyone who's over the age of 35, that sounds preposterous. I have one family member who's very belligerent about calling me a bullshitter. Who's just like, cool. I uh, I know, I know that all you do, you just talk bullshit all day. And no, uh, yeah, they're not wrong. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, I, that's a fair point. I'm now in sharing with you guys uh, that the people around me don't really have any interest in what I do or care about me at all. Um, I'm realizing that I probably played this wrong because Jess got a Dyson Airwrap just by saying how much she wanted a Dyson Airwrap. So obviously Dyson listens to the show uh, and my wife or someone at Dyson or someone just 
with access to Dyson products, listens to the show and sent her one. Uh, and my wife wanted a Dyson vacuum and they're quite pricey. So like I was looking like on Black Friday and I was looking for promo codes and I was doing, you know, kind of like all the stuff that I do. Um, and I feel like knowing that she doesn't listen to the show, maybe I should have just started saying, hey, I'd like a Dyson cordless vacuum for my wife's birthday and see if someone would have just sent it in. Uh, you probably should have done that. I still don't know who sent me the Dyson Airwrap. There was no yeah. return address. There was no note. It could have been some random creepy fan. It could have mm -hmm. been Dyson himself. <laughs> it was not Mark Feldman because I thanked him for it. And he was like, yeah. I had nothing to do with this. And I was like, mm. Mm, some dumber type out there. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> can we talk about can we talk about like Tony? Because he's here now in the mystery crate and just and not talking. He's not talking and he looks, like, he looks morose. He looks, he, you know, he's he is uh, such a yeah, baby. Yeah, he looks morose. Like, no Y'all know what that means. <laughs> he's such a freaking baby. He sprained his ankle. He hasn't shown up to work in like four days because of a sprained ankle. Like, I've never heard of this since elementary school. Like, even those kids would walk to school with crutches. Like, why is it that you can't go to work because you sprained an ankle? I don't understand this at all. Hey. I've been here just relaxing, listening to you guys, waiting for there to be a natural break in the action. Of course, you have to bring it to me and say that I'm a baby. I haven't missed four days of work. I've missed two. Let's be clear. And on top of that, yeah, I can't just crutch to the beach, Billy. Sorry. I live in <laughs> Dayland. It's an hour away. Well, you One. don't walk. Just drive. What foot is it? Is your How right do you foot? want me to drive, Billy? Look, literally, how do, you want, how do you want me to drive? With, oh, with that's a, a shoe. Huge, it's not a shoe. It's like a size 18 boot and it's on my right 18. foot. The shoe is the, the boot itself is like size 18. The, Are the you going to be able to go to Moss? Yeah, I'm going to go to Moss. Hopefully Are you going to make it? Are you going to die? You're going to make it? I'm not going to die, thankfully. Not going to die, thankfully, but I can't drive and I have to be in the boot for three weeks. You're soft. So. I just like I don't want to beat around <laughs> the bush anymore. <laughs> this is absurd. Do you want me to Damn, take? Do you want me to take the boot off and I'm show you my ankle? Like that, no, no, that's like what that. we're gonna do. I'm gonna, hold on, I'm gonna take the boot off. Hold on, I'm gonna take the boot off and show you the ankle. Oh see, no, I gotta see. eat lunch. No, 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 no. Everybody deserves to see it. No, because I'm soft, so I'm gonna, I'm I gonna show Billy. And now all of you by by no, proxy, you're gonna see it. Yeah. No, 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 no. Did no, you no, hurt no, your ankle good. playing pickup? No. So it was a, it was a, it was the championship game of of the league that I was playing in, and the ball got kicked to me first play the second half. Uh, I was out on the wing and I grabbed the ball, took a shot. The guy was defending me, Zaza patrullied me, put his feet under my feet, didn't let me land, and basically <laughs> snapped my ankle. Brian Robinson is going to have missed less time than you're going to have missed. <laughs> hold on. Here, hold on. Let's, uh, let's see if I can. Yeah, I mean, that, ha that happens. <laughs> Oh, it's like oh, the bottom of your blue. foot is like black. Yeah. It's blue, yeah. Oh, they say Ron McGill caught your ass on the wing. Have you never been hurt That's a badden. That's a badden. Have you never been injured before? Did you get like an x-ray at Tony? Yeah, I took an x-ray. Um, they, uh, they concluded none negative. of my bones were broken, but that Good. the, I don't know if it's the tibia or the fibia, whatever bone connects to the ankle um, is off Ankula. kilter. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's like a mix between a high ankle sprain and a low ankle sprain where the Medium ligament that sprain. connects your tibia or fibula, whatever bone it is, to the ankle bone, that bone, that ligament in the middle is kind of torn. So it's out a little bit and she saw it from the x-ray. So, yeah. So you're in, you're in hell right now. You're in a bad place. I'm literally in just on my couch. I've been on my couch for like three days. I have to crutch everywhere. I have to wear the stupid boot. I can't put 
pressure on it. I can't drive anywhere. I'm just literally sitting in my house, like watching soccer, like an absolute insane person. Well, that sounds great. You like on painkillers? No, Billy, no painkillers. Zero painkillers. You icing it? What are you doing? How are you dealing with the pain? I'm icing it. I'm I'm doing the rice method. Ah, rice. Oh, yeah. Ice, yeah. Billy, you didn't you didn't, you didn't learn rice in like tenth grade PE? No, Billy's never been hurt before. Apparently, that's not he true. Has no I've, idea what rice. No, is. I've I've multiple times sprained my ankle, and I've just and you've powered never put through ice it. on it. I on put ice next, on it. Yeah. Uh, Compression. <clears throat> yeah. When does Jake Paul fight again on the uh, Thriller? Because let's put Billy Gill and Tony in that guy. I want to see it. So there will be death match. He outweighs me by like 50 pounds. It don't matter. Also yeah, not you, true. You are a feral cat. You will fucking run up his ass. <laughs> Billy is a feral cat. I'm a dog. It's okay. That no, you're not. House. <laughs> Definitely not mine. Damn. So what, what is the timetable on your return? Three, uh, three weeks in the boot, non-weight bearing. I can't drive also because I can't like flex my foot like this. Which so are you going to be at Moss? Me on the IR. Yes. I yes, mean, I'm going to be at Moss. Uber, Uber is a thing. Uh, my wife is also driving me places, so she's also going with me to Moss. So that's how I'll get my ride. But it's just, it's just work you don't want to go to. No, Billy. It's not just work <laughs> that I don't want to go to. Do you want to come pick me up? No. I, why don't yes. you take the Metro okay. Rail? Okay, and then when I get dropped off by the arena, where? How do you want me to get to? Someone will pick you up the on the way in. Yeah, you're right there. Or, or get get a lift. Yeah, I could listen to three hours of this. Where there's a will, there's a way, Tony. Come on. <laughs> I'm gonna tell Danny to pick me up. I was thinking the other day about how this weekend, if if you're not in Miami, this is Art Basel week, oh, and the traffic weekend. is horrible. Awful. Like, I left work like probably pretty early yesterday like around noon or 12 30 and it took so long to get home in the middle of the day like not even rush hour it's just the traffic is ridiculous Woody said it took him 50 minutes to get like two miles the other night Damn. it's the worst week to be in miami if you live anywhere east of i-95 or even west of i-95 it's just a, a shit show but i was thinking about how moss is going to be a week from Saturday, so like, you know, seven or eight days from when we're recording this. And we usually name all of our Levitard show things after bowel movements. And I was thinking, why didn't we name our, our Moss event Fart Basel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we did su the, the Super Bowel. Uh, yeah, and, and they're, all, they're, all, they're all poop based names. So, I mean, it, it's right there. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, poop based industries. Friends, a lot has changed over the years, personally, and across our airwaves. But one thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. So what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. You know, for me personally, I recently bought a few six-packs of Miller Lite for my housewarming party. Because that's one thing that's changed for me. I moved into a new house, and I brought some friends over, and we enjoyed the best light beer. Because Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. Great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. A light beer that tastes like beer. Less filling and only 96 calories. The original light beer since 1975. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com crate. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. Oh my gosh. 
Folks, gather around. Everyone gather around. Listen to these words. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you gotta check this out. New customers, listen to me. You bet just 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DAN. That's code DAN for new customers. And you get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. That's insane. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY. Or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777. Or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boothill Casino Resort in Kansas. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Billy's yeah. Googling oh. things trying to discount me right now. That's why he's not talking and typing into That's his computer. Accurate. I'm actually I'm actually finishing uploading God Bless Football because it was a long one this weekend. When <laughs> is it week. not? Why it, no, why no, this Billy, is the longest I, one. Billy, I need to know why you can't just tell Stugatz, stop it. We're not recording. Just stop. So Please stop y- talking. Yeah, I mean this one I descri- <laughs> this one I described as one of those cans of fake nuts that's filled with all those snakes and you're like how did all that shit get in there like that's that's this week this week we have chris sims which we always have then we have matt rule with mike golick and jabba chamberlain then we have golick doing his thing then we have the bcs we have Stu Yugats. we have austin eckler we have drew rosenhouse on making picks with these people well, actually he didn't actually make picks because he has different clients and then we had the normal cast of characters on uh, there's a lot. Oh, and then we updated the polls at the end of that. So we have a lot of things going on this week on God Bless Football. Check it out. They're all very short. It's not like anything is like 40 minutes long. It's all like quick boom, 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 boom. There's just 800 of those quick boom, boom, booms. I like that about your show, Billy, because I, I listen to God Bless Football, and I like how it moves from one thing to the next. It's very magazine style. It's kind of like how we do Off the Looking Glass, where we'll have like five different things connected and you have like the little music in between i'm a big fan of of god bless football it just seems like stugatz is uh in many ways telling you what (laughs) yeah (laughs) exactly honestly he needs uh so i won't say which but we had a guest earlier on this week where the PR person came on at the end of the allotted time and just mm. with a hatchet Yo, said, that was this will be the last question. Yeah. And honestly, like you need to do that, but like go like have someone on the show be an off camera, like PR rep for Chris Sims and just pretend to be like, Stu Gods, this will be your final question. And then and then we, we can finally end these things. And then 26 I... minutes later, the, <laughs> the interview will end. That's the record. That's his record from when he said last question to when it actually ended his 26 minutes. I actually had a plan this week because he sent like an email like on Monday, like here's the plan for this week. And I'm like, oh my God. So I had a plan for this week, but I can't execute it because I know that it's like the point of no return, right? And like, it will cause like, direct conflict if i do it i was gonna tell him like we have 20 minutes and at 20 minutes the zoom closes and i was just going to stop the zoom at 20 (laughs) minutes no matter what was going on but then it would be like a whole nightmare because there'd be no ending and stuff like that so it is what it is i would love to be that person 
Yeah. Ask you got one more question in five more minutes. Yeah, but the thing Hell is, yeah. Juju, like you'll learn you're just going to be sitting on Zooms for like six, seven hours a week. <laughs> Not with me. Yeah, I was man. on I was on Cinephobe for the first time this week, and that was a three hour oh, long recording. I was gonna and ask you about this. <laughs> in the process of recording it, I was recording it with them, and then Lee came home from a trip and like got like took a shower, like unpacked, got in bed, like entire like routine done, and we still had an hour left. And <laughs> after we were done, Lee was like, "That was like." insane and i was like yeah and we did an hour before you even got home too yeah. like we talked about this film and <laughs> the da vinci code for three hours and then i was like i was like but anthony mays he's gonna edit it down a lot and then it got published yesterday it was <laughs> two, two hours, hours and 53 minutes i was like holy shit yeah dedicated been, fans what's the longest podcast you guys have been oh i'm assuming that's the longest you've been on so like the longest one uh that i had i've been on two really long ones the lower after hours are always really long when you record they don't have to be but like i never tell them like hey i have you know 20 minutes or hey i have 30 minutes i'm just like hey like i'm free um and like i've gotten close to like 90 minutes two hours with them and then my wife is like looking at me like are you like you're still recording like what's going on i'm like yeah you know and then i did a um i did a sports adjacent with jason leisure a couple weeks back he's like hey you want to you want to uh, do this show with me and I was like yeah I thought I was just gonna be on for like 10-15 minutes whatever and I'm like how much time and he's like oh you know you should take like two hours and I was like oh okay cool and then like that day I'm like so how much time are we doing he's like like two hours and I'm like oh like like I was like okay cool no problem I told my wife like hey like I can't really help you put the baby to bed today because like I agreed to this like kind of thought that two hours was <laughs> oh, a so joke you wanted to do that you wanted to not put the baby to bed no I have like I like putting the no I like putting the baby have the to excuse bed. she'll do it I'm on the podcast with Jason Leisure it's gonna take two hours God only knows what the fuck we're gonna talk about for two hours <laughs> of all of the parenting responsibilities like the bedtime the shower bedtime one is not the worst of them feeding what's the worst feeding sometimes are bad like if she's not in the mood to eat there's like what what are you gonna do you know what i mean hmm. and the wall sometimes has food on it now like if we're feeding her too close to the wall and she be like like oh like we're learning to feed ourselves and like grabs a spoon and then just like decides like you know what i'm gonna throw a spoon backwards today and like throws a spoon <laughs> backwards and it's like why would you like now i need to go find a magic eraser and get this off the white wall why would you do this get bounty the quicker picker upper i see Ooh. you bounty you know, I didn't, I, Juju, before I used to think paper towels were just paper towels. Um, and my wife would send me and be like, just get paper towels. And I like get any paper towels. And then we had like a stern conversation one day where it was like, you're getting bounty from now. And I'm like, but I could get cheaper paper towels. It's like, no, no, you're getting bounty from now on. And I've never made the mistake again. Like it's bounty or nothing in terms of paper towels here. Unless, unless, and I try to sneak this in sometimes, I'll do like a, like if I know I'm going to go to Target or something and I'm going to do a mobile order or something where I'm going to add it to like the cart or I know I'm going to go and do like a big grocery trip where there's potential discounts. If I go over a certain amount, I could get points or whatever. I'll sometimes sneak over to Publix and I'll just get like one of the absolute like cheapest things that I could find like Publix brand or like off brand, like a boulder right. or one of those, right? Where it's yeah. just a paper towels and I'll just sneak that in and see if anyone notices before I go and get the full pack of Bounty. I thought we all learned this. I thought we all learned this lesson during COVID that you you don't you don't cheap out on paper products. Really? Uh, there, like there there was like uh, a couple months there where there were no bounty napkins available, and you just grabbed whatever was there, and it was like wiping your fingers with 
basically nothing. Like a piece Next of bam like a I, piece of bamboo. I splurge <laughs> if I'm sick, I splurge on like the, the double ply moisturizing Kleenex because Ooh. otherwise you're You just, buy Kleenex you're... when you're sick? Yeah. I've never I don't think I've ever went to the store and bought in Kleenex. What? You're the weird yeah. one. Just, here, so what so what it? do you do? Just r- raw dog a paper towel. Like no. a sick <laughs> Are you an animal? <laughs> You're yeah. your nose. <laughs> yeah. Is your nose not... Br- you have Cetaceous, by the way, every day. So every is your day. nose not just constantly <laughs> Not every day. I'd probably say like maybe <laughs> twice a quarter I'll have Cetaceous. You have allergies. No, you have allergies. And for whatever no, reason, you ins- you insist crazy. on telling us it's not allergies. Your Cetaceous also lasts three weeks at a time. So it's twice a quarter for three <laughs> weeks a at a time. <laughs> okay, but it's twice a quarter. So hang on a second. You're saying that when the seasons change, you're, you're nose flares up and you get a little sick huh that sounds almost like seasonal allergies maybe take Uh, a zycam here or there miami we have hot there's pollen seasons like the trees have seasons seasons. i live in dayland there's no pollen (laughs) what does that mean that doesn't make any sense (laughs) (laughs) no pollen i can't believe you just use paper towels like Bro, you not, so, and also had to describe. Yeah. Uh, also had to had to describe that verbally as raw dogging. There's there's no reason to use that for my bounty, box though. of Kleenex. Hey, that is the, bring that's, it back home. That is like so hard on your skin. I have baby skin around my nose. I need the softest tissue possible. Yeah, if I wipe my face with a paper towel, my shit gonna be bleeding for two days. Exactly. Thank you, Juju. Are you guys excited to hopefully work somewhere in the near future that has more than one ply of toilet paper in the bathroom? <laughs> I try not to go to the bathroom at work. Just yeah, urinals. Me <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah, straight Dude, urinal. Billy, yeah. yesterday I got home and I I had to pee so bad and I, I was like, oh, today was a good day. I didn't pee in the office at all. Yeah, I try not to. <laughs> That's a bad thing to have to think when you come home from work. Really? Well, okay, so- I quite like that bathroom. No, not no. What? Are what? We talking about? It's it's sort it's of a prison bathroom. It's a prison. It's a bathroom. It is it is it is, un, it is unnecessarily metallic. I will grant you that. Everything <laughs> is metallic. However, well, okay. It's yeah. bathroom. It's so cool. that, that 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 bathroom we didn't have access to for years. Like when we like started at Metal Arc, we gained access to that bathroom. Only Jorge Ramos had it and his band. Yeah. Exactly, the band. Before that, before that, we had to go downstairs. So, like, what you're saying is that bathroom is all metallic. The bathroom downstairs is all concrete. Everything yeah. is, co- including the sink. The, I don't even know how they made like <laughs> sink, the sinks. I swear to God, the sinks are made out of concrete. Like they, yes. I guess, made a frame and then poured concrete into them, and they're concrete sinks, which I had never seen before. It's very odd. It's like a bathroom from the Stone it. Ages. Yeah. Well, like yesteryear. I still prefer that bathroom, though, over the bathroom upstairs that we have regular access to. The prison bathroom, to. yeah. Yeah, I always go to, like, the little the little stall. If I need to number two, which is rare there, I go to the little the little stall. Like, there's a handicap stall, and there's, like, a little tiny stall that doesn't even have a light. So, like, you're actually sitting in the dark, like, in a corner. Yes. I'll use that one. Yeah. <laughs> was also very so the one positive of the bathroom is there's never anyone else in it because me hilde and kristen are the only one who ones who use the bathroom yeah mm. so there's never anyone in it but it is like pitch black in two of the stalls oh and then uh, the I first time i ever you. go ahead yes no do you have multiple stalls because the guy's bathroom upstairs has one stall and two what? urinals yeah so there's yeah. one stall no, so like we have also the urinals unnecessarily low to the ground 
Yeah, so and the they're first, a weird the shape. The first one is a little too open for me. Mm, a weird good point. shape. Good point. A weird oh. shape too, where splashback is definitely an issue. Yes, yes. yes. With horrifically designed. Horrifically oh designed. The sink is also the <laughs> the water pressure on the sink is way too strong. Where we'll always or way too soft. Or way too soft. This is what I was gonna say. I was well, gonna say one the is first too strong, time. One is too soft. The first time I I went into the women's bathroom, there was no water at all, and mm -hmm. so then I complained. I was like, "Hey, there's no water in the bathroom." So then they must have turned the water pipes back on or something and the the water coming out since has been like compensating for the fact that there was no water for months because it comes out so fast it splashes yeah. all over me i'm like i don't even know like i have to do like this with my hand like Short put it in too. put it in put it, that i don't know i don't i don't yes. i don't know if i don't know if you'd want bob in your bathroom but bob could like fix it big. because bob it's, bob was bob fixed the one in the men's bathroom it's a very it's a very problematic situation because it is a very short sink and a very strong flow of water, so you're always splashing your crotch, and it always looks like yes. you always you peed, peed all over yourself. Yeah. When mm -hmm. It's not the case, yeah. And then the one stall is also an issue because, like, if you need to number two, there's only one place to go, and also everyone that walks in knows that you're in there yep. doing mm -hmm. that. And it's I like judge awkward. whoever's got the shoes. You hear on. everybody talking. Yeah, you look at the shoes. <laughs> the whole thing. I know. I, I, I know. I know that I've been subject of judgment because honestly, For like sure. I said. Like I said, I quite like that bathroom. I use it yes. quite often. But and... he will shit anywhere, apparently. <laughs> yeah, so no, I, I have before. no, I have no problem shitting anywhere. I have no problem shitting anywhere. If I have to, sh like, I was thinking about this the other day. I was embarrassed to shit somewhere. I'm like, why am I embarrassed? Be like, embarrassed. I, no, Be like, embarrassed. no, I have to shit. Like, it's okay. No, don't. You know, oh, you know it. where it was? No, 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 no. Here's where it was. It was at Highlight. The, f oh the championship God. game for Highlight. Shit at Magic City Casino. By the way, the bathroom is very nice. It's a nice but, bathroom. So, it's huge. Right, it's a There's massive so many, bathroom. So many stalls. A fan of the show, a, a drunk fan of the show, followed me into the bathroom. I had oh. to shit. And so I took too long, and the guy like shouts in the middle of the bathroom, "Hey, Winnie's shitting in the bathroom, <laughs> dude!" Like, like I had to. <laughs> Your pants are by your ankles. You're like yeah, motherfucker. Like, right. I was like, how do I hide the I'm fact that I'm shitting here? What kind of fucking psycho would do that to a stranger in the right. bathroom? Uh, someone he alleges he's a fan of. Oh yeah. my god. So like, I, I was embarrassed, and I was like, why am I embarrassed? Like, yeah, I walked to the bathroom, and I had to go shit. Like, it happens. I, I think there's a seminal moment in everybody's life that that has happened to them in school, and which is why I probably have been shamed out of taking a shit in public places. I think I one think time in elementary school, somebody's like, ew, Anthony's taking a shit. And then I just <laughs> never shit in public and ever again. shy. Bro, I'd rather go to jail for the night than get caught sitting in front of any of y'all. So my, my, my first office job was in New York with uh, SB Nation slash like Vox Media, and we had, one office in Midtown that had only stalls. And so I think when, I didn't know this because I was new, but when people needed to shit, they'd go to another floor to some other company's office and use their bathroom. Yeah. And that was like the, the thing that like everyone did. So then we moved to a new office downtown and they put private bathrooms in. So there'd be like a bathroom with stalls and then there were like two separate private bathrooms. And anytime anyone used one of the private bathrooms, everyone would give them like a knowing look when they walked in or out of it. So that was also embarrassing because it was like, no matter what, you're getting judged for which bathroom you're choosing. And there was just so much bathroom politics happening. Like every time I would use, I, I liked using the private bathrooms because I want 
privacy. But I, every time I go in, I try to make sure no one was watching me. And it was very like secretive and, and just a very bizarre bathroom politics situation in that office. You call them uh, politics, I call them politics. That's right. This guy gets it. Juju gets it. <laughs> Billy Gill, while I have you here, I want to ask you something in front of the world. Oh, boy. Are you willing to at least give me one? challenge recap episode on one of the upcoming weeks because i am knee deep in the challenge right now i saw i didn't uh i didn't see it on first take but i saw nelson friend of espn's number one challenge podcast yes um who is like a really nice person behind the scenes so like juju when we would get all of the challengers on the challenge podcast it was usually like via email right so like i i found nelson's email i emailed him I'm like hey you want to come on and he's like yeah, call me. It's easier. Just sends me his number, right? So I call him. He talks to me for like 20 minutes like we're best friends. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just let me know. The nicest guy in the world. Nice. So he had a he had a, a blunder, let's say, this week on the challenge. I don't want to give any spoilers. But I saw that he tweeted out that Dan Orlovsky and Stephen A were talking about it on first take, and I missed it. And I know that that's Dan Orlovsky because I know Dan Orlovsky is one of these challenges people. So Man. Dan Orlovsky likes the challenge. Field Yates likes the challenge. I know Stephen A was not bringing up Nelson on first take. So <laughs> Nelson. I remember Nelson. I love look, Nelson. He's look, a, we get know. this challenge shit back up and running. Guess what? Opens the door. Boom. Dan Orlovsky, come talk to us. Not about football, though about the challenge i'd love to talk to dan orlovsky about the challenge you when do you think me? we should do it do you think we should do a mystery crate the thing or is, or to... what if what if for a week you do god bless the challenge <laughs> oh i like that idea that's why they put you the on truth. cnn right that there seems like a lot of work for <laughs> that's <a> why <laughs> salute to witty we look you got a lot of crap for not saying the p word on mm -hmm. cnn yeah, but guess what bro? i want to give you your flowers you on CNN, that's amazing. Like mm -hmm. being any caliber of person. They had you on the airwaves. Salute to you, Chris Whittingham. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you, Juju. Even though yes. I, it, that achievement was diminished because it was AC 360 <laughs> without AC. No. Uh, it was, uh, it was. Ah, it, that, you couldn't even tell. Exactly. I don't <laughs> even, you, nobody Norman. in my hood knows. Nah, you couldn't AC even tell. Is. You're on CNN, yeah. baby. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Only AC, AC that matters is in the corner. <laughs> that's right. Juju's right about that. By the way, AC Slater. Slater was driving me fucking crazy on the Thanksgiving Day Parade. I don't know if you guys watched it too much. I didn't watch it at all. Not a second I, of it. I knew that this was the wrong crowd for this. Uh, so they kept going to Mario Lopez yeah, on the parade. Like my fucking great aunt or something. Yeah, for <laughs> real, my grandma loved it. She's 90. They I mean, kept going the, to the, Mario the, Lopez. The, the, the Thanksgiving, like, what, what else are you going to do on, put on on Thanksgiving morning? Now, literally, literally any, not watch TV. Literally I mean, anything. You know, wow. it's, a, it's a nice Harsh. tradition. You, you Run put a little it on. turkey bowl, you know, yeah. Oh, turkey. yeah. This, this me, year is let me World ask Cup. You something. World Cup is an easy one. Also let, World Cup. Let me ask you something, because we were talking about this behind your back the <laughs> me, other day me in the personally? studio. Yeah, yeah, you personally. Okay. So are we now realizing we're getting too old for some uh, athletic shenanigans, or, or no? <laughs> no, because it wasn't, it, wasn't a, it wasn't something of my doing. It's not like I was washed and fell and, and destroyed my ankle. Mm -hmm. Like This was done to me. So, no, it's going to take me about, like, 12 weeks of rehab, and I'll be back. 12 weeks of rehab? <laughs> yeah, but between the boot for three and, like, six to eight of physical therapy and... All that, like, yeah, I probably should have surgery on it to repair the ligaments. Are I'm not you going kidding to. me? Surgery? You sprained your ankle. You're fine. Billy, you're painting the picture like I rolled my ankle and, I, yeah. and I'm just like, ow, this hurts. Yeah. Dude, 
I wish I wish for a second that you could feel what I feel right now. I've for had one multiple second. ankle injuries that I, like when I was in track, I rolled my ankles back to back. I this had is some not, but, but stuff. Billy, this is not a rolled ankle. My it toes are like purple. That's, my toes that's part are purple, of baby. dude. That's what happens when you sprain your ankle. The blood has to go somewhere. Have you never been injured? What's the worst injury you've ever had? I've had my meniscus re, uh, reshaved twice, uh, each knee. I did the same thing to this ankle I did 10 years ago. It was you tore every ligament. Like, yeah, I've been injured before. You tore every ligament in your ankle currently? I tore around, around the outside. I tore like three of the four or five ligaments that I had there. Hmm. What's everyone else's worst injury? What's everyone else's worst injury? Oh, shit. I, had, I almost died at the beach. Uh, me, for some reason. Okay. Stereotype. Okay. I have statistics. I can't swim. Judge me, America and Germany. I um, <laughs> went to the uh, beach with a lot of people, and we were doing, like, boogie boards. And then I got a little too far out, and people was, like, pointing at me. And I was like, yeah. What's happening? They was like, no. <laughs> and, then, and I turned around as a wave, and then it kind of took me under. So I was like, under the shit. And I'm like, oh no. And I stood back up. Now the water is over my head. And it's Buju, another that's wave. so scary. Exactly. I thought what I beach? died at the beach. It was Savannah. So oh I was like, God. well, damn. I died at the beach. Fuck. <laughs> and then I got drugged Fuck. into the rocks, like dividing rocks at the beach. And I climbed like from the bottom. But I seen every time I would touch it, red shit was coming out. I was like, ugh, this is a red rocks. And I got to the top, climbed out. Somebody came and helped me, and I got back to the beach. I felt like the man, and then everybody was looking at me like, Ugh, you don't want us to call the ambulance? And I looked down, I was like, what? And my hands were raw. Like, I had no skin on my oh. hands. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Under my feet. This was hanging, like, my hand was hanging, like, off. My skin was hanging off. the coral and the barnacles on the rocks? Exactly, and the clams, the sharp clams. Yeah. And so I looked down, and I said, <laughs> Call them, them. Yeah, call them. <laughs> and I just laid out, and I was fucked for like three weeks. <laughs> three weeks. That's that's nine weeks shorter than your twelve, Tony. <laughs> but I couldn't I couldn't touch stuff. I I was wrapped. I was like on the couch only watching Harry Potter. So look to Harry Potter. I watched Don't all of them. In a row. I've never seen Harry Potter. Oh, Never man. seen the Harry I think, Potter I think movies. Tony, I think Tony would hit you over the head with his crutches right now if he could. If I could, if I could move, I would drive to your house and drive my car you through the move. fucking window. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Billy, I want you to come pick me up for for work on Monday. Please, can you pick me up? No. Let me tell you something, Please, dude. You need to you need to get out of this mentality of you can't do things or you're not going to be able to do it. You need to get yourself up and moving and doing things. Literally, that's the opposite of what the doctor said. The doctor, the doctor doesn't said, know what he's Rest? saying. Okay. <laughs> G. Lewis Gill, practitioner. Yeah. That what doctor was this? The, the foot and ankle specialist. Dr. McGillicuddy. Mm. Speaking of G. Lewis Gill, I saw the title of um, Because Miami This Friday was Coinolingus, and I clicked on it instantly. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't, I don't, Billy, you were, you were producing that episode, I think. No, I think I think Billy had left by the time uh, oh, Billy Billy Gill no, had left by the time Billy Corbin had made that joke. I uh, missed so, yeah. so, so this it was week an automatic this week, click for me. This week we sent uh, Billy Corbin to the therapy couch because we determined that basically he comes into the studio to do therapy <laughs> yeah. and, 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 and therapy <laughs> and, 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 and yell about things that are that, that are bothering him. And so one of the stories that he brought up was this story in the Financial Times about uh, ah, the Times how. Uh, <clears throat> 
crypto bros were fueling the Miami nightclub industry for a while and that the Miami nightclubs are now sad that the crypto bros are no longer there to throw around uh, lots of money. And one of the uh, people in the story who was quoted was an executive from Eleven, which, as we know, is a cabaret. And so, uh, cabaret. I mean, that, that's also what, twenty-four that, hours. Yeah, it's what they call themselves. Cabaret. They call they call themselves a cabaret. And so, uh, Eleven uh, during this boom started accepting uh, crypto. And so, Billy made the joke. Uh, well, perhaps the crypto that they accepted was called Coinalingus. I thought it was I thought it was really clever. I also was uh, I had to go to the DMV finally in Miami a few weeks ago, and drove there at like. I want to say 7:30 in the morning driving past 11 to get there saw so many people leaving and it was like a tuesday morning at 7:30, and i'm like this place is wild Miami. they're going to space probably after after hours what's that <laughs> what's what what's space 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 the club club space i don't know what would do i look like i know miami clubs tony <laughs> yes, if you follow space? only in date you've seen space 30 times in the last two weeks. Club space is at, at, it's a club that stays open all night. Yeah, sure. Yes. We'll describe it that way. I mean, <laughs> well, so is 11, viable. though. I mean, well, it isn't, isn't 11 more worthy of uh, that sort of skeptical voice? More, and space is just a club. Yeah, but they do stuff at like 8 in the morning when people are still. Yeah. Uh, and like 9 in the morning and 10 in the morning after. I think, I, I think I've been there once. Been. I think I've been there once. I, I was there for hmm. about an hour and left. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know how you uh you ask what space was? Did you guys see the video, uh, the Tootsie's video of uh, I put it in the sound on our Slack. Oh, of so, Chad Ochocinco? Of Chad Ochocinco trying to get Ronaldo to come, and he was listing all the reasons why Ronaldo should come here. And the last thing he said was, "And Tootsie's." And then the host of the World Cup coverage on Fox says, "What's a Tootsie?" And then he was dying of laughter. <laughs> Tootsie's is a strip club for those who don't know. A very, yeah. Cabaret. Cabaret, wow. yeah. yeah. Tootsie's is a cabaret. <laughs> Coinalingus. Uh, not a different episode of difference. Oh, oh sorry. No, I was, I was just gonna do the thing. I, I was gonna, I was gonna do something that was gonna incriminate me. I'm not gonna do anything. <laughs> yeah. That'll do it for the episode of Mr. Grape. Be sure to check out all the podcasting Levitard and Friends Podcast Network. Let's start with Juju. Juju, what do you got cooking? Uh, man, we did the season finale of Montgomery and Company. Salute to them folks. A million downloads. Happy birthday, Renee Montgomery. I see you. Uh, also, Tony, you know what I mean? Me and Tony been going and doing the UFC situations. And boy, the kids are becoming official. Like, we, we walk in the rooms, touching elbows. Like, you know, salute to Dana White. Sometimes, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Chris Whittingham was on CNN. Promoted. Sometimes. <laughs> Tony. Besides your ankle, what's going on? Uh, I'll just give a plug to the YouTube. All the stuff is there. Oh, we we uh, revamped Let's Eat. I used to do it during the pandemic. We did a, right. a little something, something on, on social. We're probably going to get those rolling again once I can walk. 
Where did where, so uh, for the for the people unfamiliar? What is Let's Eat, and uh, uh, what, what yes, restaurant Chris. did you feature? I'm glad you asked. Let's Eat is uh, something that I wanted to do. Uh, that I started doing during the pandemic, which is I would go to different restaurants around Miami and talk to the chefs and try their food and just kind of have a dialogue about their careers and stuff. Uh, we remixed it a little bit, didn't go as long form. They used to live here on Mystery Crate. Um, now they're just kind of social at the moment. I went to Shadow Wagyu with my boy Alex Brendas, uh, one of the best butcher shops and uh, restaurants in Miami, Shadow Wagyu and Coral Gables. If you're in the hood, check it out. Billy Gill. What's on your various God Bless properties? I saw you did God Bless football again after the uh, U.S.'s triumph over Iran. Yeah, so we had a special emergency episode that you guys may or may not have caught. We also did a preview episode that came out today for the big game tomorrow against the Netherlands. There was a debate about the Netherlands versus Holland and what's the right thing to call them. Uh, and then God Bless football is out today. From Holland, out isn't that weird? There's only two things in this world that I can't stand. People who are intolerant of other people's cultures and the Dutch. <laughs> uh, by the way, I really enjoy when I watch Telemundo uh, that when, when they flash- like Human the, foosball? Well, human foosball, oh, I mean, yes. we, we can- Incredible. We, oh, we should do, we should do live play-by-play of human foosball. But even beyond that, uh, on the graphic, they call them Países Bajos, which honestly sounds a lot worse than the Netherlands. You're, you're calling them the lower countries, yeah. which is uh, honestly a pretty insulting thing to call someone. But also, like, in the overall, they do that to a lot of countries where, like, Germany becomes Alemania, which actually is probably a bit more correct uh, than even calling them Germany is. Uh, but my favorite was I was watching the coverage on Thursday, and uh, they referred to Morocco as Marruecos which is yeah. <laughs> not at all anywhere near what Morocco is. I have no idea where they got Marruecos from, but, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's a delight to, to watch these. Uh, and also, when the commentators have to say sort of Anglo names, when like, Ora con el balón, Tyler Adams. And it just like, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Hmm. Fun, funny enough, as I was sitting here uh, watching all the games, because that's basically all I can do, I was watching, I have like on the lower TV, I have one game, and then on the, on the bigger TV, I have like the main game. And I, I don't remember which one. I think the Morocco was on, on the big TV and I was watching on Telemundo and it was M-A-R. And yeah. I'm like, I'm like, who's M-A-R? I'm like, what? Like, why is this not? <laughs> yeah, we yeah. had that on in the studio too. And I was like, that's got to be Morocco. I didn't realize I was like, it was I'm like, Morocco. I'm like, I don't think they have an A there. <laughs> Morocco. Because I was Because I was with, with Switzerland. Whatever Switzerland shit is, it is not S-W-I. It's S-U-I. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Swiss. Uh, I like um, I like the Netherlands. I think we should call the Netherlands the Nether Regions to be mm, like you know, insulting. Yeah, done, done before Saturday. I have, I have a, game a suspension. stupid question. Oh. Please, yeah, incredibly stupid question directed at Chris. Hmm. Every four years or so, I kind of get into soccer and I'm like, oh, soccer is cool. And then like when the World Cup ends, I'm like, ah, not that cool anymore. So my question is this. The guy who now everybody's going crazy over, who's like just came out of nowhere and is like the strongest guy and the best guy of all time. What is his name? Erling Haaland? Erling Haaland, Haaland. yes. I saw a video yesterday of him kicking a ball into the post that sounded like a bomb went off in the stadium. <laughs> is he not playing in the World Cup? Can I see him somewhere? Like, so you, you can only see him after the World Cup. He plays for Norway, and Norway uh, did not qualify for the World Cup, despite the mm. fact they've left like three pretty like 
dominant players, but that's just sort of happened sometimes where a player comes from a country where the rest of the team isn't good enough. And uh, that is very much the case for Norway. So no, they did not qualify for the World Cup. I don't believe they qualified for the last Euros either. So you can only see him when he returns to club action with Manchester City, which I believe returns the week after the World Cup ends. So uh, it will happen very quickly. Uh, but uh, yeah, he, he will not be playing in this tournament. Hmm. He just kind of came uh, out of Norway. nowhere. Uh, not really. Like he's the he's the son of a former soccer player, and like he was playing for this club in Austria. And I, I think actually, at, in, like he first announced himself in a youth tournament. It was the under twenty. I want to say the under twenty World Cup, where Norway played Honduras. I want to say, and he scored nine goals in a game. And so everyone's like, "Who's this guy?" Chill. And literally, for every club that he's played for since, he basically scores a goal every game, and he's like one of the most dominant players in the world. Hmm. Salute to my dog Magnal and Jutel from Norway. I see you guys. Yeah. Salute to the Norway <laughs> Pavilion at Epcot Center also. Not that good. <laughs> the Frozen Ride. What? What? Also, Mass Miami coming up. Guess what? I will be giving away a custom pair of shoes Let's in go. the building. Dan Nevertard, uh Nike ones. Let's go. Wow. Wow. Good stuff. Yeah. Can I win? No. Uh, it's going to be for the fans specifically. It's going to be a raffle involved, and oh, I can't wait. Get your tickets at MossLevitar.com. Check out all of our World Cup coverage. We're doing a ton of it on the main show. We've got football with Grant Wall. we got the most important thing with Ashlyn Harris and Allie Krieger. We've got After the Whistle with Brendan Hunt and Rebecca Lowe. Lots of, oh, the Cooligans as well. Check it all out. Levitar and Friends Podcast Network. Roy's not here to do the thing, though. Even asked me what yeah, I had. Jessica. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. No, Jessica, wow, do your plug. I'm sorry. Fuck. Go look at Smitty. Nothing got... important. What do you have going uh, on? Nah. Let me explain composting to you. It's been a banner. Jessica got everything. <laughs> look out for off the looking glass. You know what? I felt bad. Thank you, Juju. I felt bad for that that precipice joke, but then I remembered the composting thing just now, Liddy, and I don't feel bad anymore. <laughs> what, yeah, this week. What, com this... what composting thing? No, Man, you said. I, yeah, I've composted, left it there, and I. Oh my God! You're doubling down. Enough. Yes. Yes, you know what? I am no. doubling down. Okay, hold on. I, I didn't wrong. hear. I didn't hear what the argument was. I can be the arbiter to see what the problem. This is what was. happened, Tony. Witty just stepped all over me during That's the show true. because I took true. a half second of a pause after I said something, and he just decided to mansplain composting. Yeah, Damn. I said. I said, "What's composting?" It sounds like you just shit in a bucket, and then Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what you said because I would not have followed that up with. I used that to is compost. what he said. That, that is, is what, what he I said. said. You must and not then, have been listening. And then and then Jess was like, "I actually used to compost," and then she's like, "It's more than that," and then started like explaining. <laughs> how composting worked and then like took took a breath like like dared yeah. to breathe and then witty immediately jumped in and goes well actually, oh, oh, well, actually no i did not say well actually i did not say well actually and jessica did not begin an explanation she just said i've composted before and left it there and it felt like a longer time than perhaps it actually was but i just figured not we were we were making conversation i would just sort of jump in and add a point as to i've i've experienced composting before i don't do myself but my family does yeah and so like I, I was just gonna like relay an anecdote of having composted before and that turned into me mansplaining it was it, it was a scurrilous Oof, accusation untrue <laughs> untrue speaking of mansplaining this week on golik and smetty no i'm just kidding golik does, wow. does not mansplain love love golik we had on um 
Eric Winalda, a soccer player, talked mm. about the U.S.-Iran game. We uh, talked about college football, NFL. We have Off the Looking Glass coming back soon. Hey. And uh, I was on Cinephobe. Check out Cinephobe. Did you ask That's Eric Winalda? I remember one time he went on Mike and Mike. I want to say it might have been either during the 06 or the 2010 World Cup when he was an analyst. And he once did a whole segment analyzing the World Cup shirtless. And hmm. like, oh, like we this did not is, ask him that. This is never, I've never seen it online, but I have a core memory of watching that. I used to watch like ESPN every morning as a kid before I went to high school. And so it was hmm. either 06 or 10, and I was super into that World Cup. And Winalda did a whole segment analyzing the World Cup shirtless. And for some reason, I remember this. Well, hmm. him and Golik, like, they go way back. They were talking yeah. about him being on Mike and Mike in, like, 2002. And I was like, holy shit. I was, like, in second grade. That's wild. That's <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> Just so, like, wait, is composting there. shitting in a bucket for real? Or? No. Yes. It's like, you shit in a bucket like, and then like, you put it on like your, putting your eggshells. Oh, like, but Witty will explain it. It's like putting eggshells in a silver canister again. and, like, you know, like food scraps. And then, like, you put it all in there and you put it in a tumbler. And then the tumbler turns into fertilizer you put on plants. It's basically, like reusing your rotten food as or, fertilizer. Or feces, because you or can feces, do it with a toilet. Right. Yeah, so yeah, you keep rotten food in the kitchen? Uh, for a period of time, yes. Hmm. Okay, well, guys. Okay. okay, goodbye. I have to compost. Compost D's. <laughs> what, guys? What, 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 what? Friends, a lot has changed over the years, personally and across our airwaves. But one thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. So what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. You know, for me personally, I recently bought a few six-packs of Miller Lite for my housewarming party. Because that's one thing that's changed for me. I moved into a new house, and I brought some friends over, and we enjoyed the best light beer. Because Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. Great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. A light beer that tastes like beer. Less filling and only 96 calories. The original light beer since 1975. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com crate. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer.